This is Sadiq, and you're listening to the Prove Me Wrong podcast, which is a sports-related podcast where I'll discuss a wide range of topics from the NFL, NBA, and collegiate athletics happening every Tuesday morning. Let go. I ain't got time to hear what they be talking about. Best to prove me wrong, or else you gon' be walking out. I ain't got time to hear what they be talking about. Best to prove me wrong, or else you gon' be walking out. I ain't got time to hear what they be talking about. Best to prove me wrong, or else you gon' be walking out. I ain't got time to hear what they be talking about. Best to prove me wrong, or else you gon' be walking out. I ain't got time to hear what they be talking about. Best to prove. Okay, America. Y'all know where I'm going with this. Mavs, sons. It was an abomination. The Mavs came in there like some goons came into their living room, took all their furniture, went up into the kitchen, took all the food, went up into the bedroom, took all the jewelry. It was over by the first quarter. Luka Doncic just put the NBA on notice if he hasn't already. The man was sensational. And guess who came to the party with him? Brunson, sensational. In the first half, Spencer Dinwiddie, sensational. By the first half, this Phoenix Suns had 27 points. Guess how much Luka had? 27 points. They were beating the brakes off of this Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns look pathetic. But I want to give props to Jason Kidd, who's been doing a great job, and that Dallas Mavericks team playing great defense and then on offense doing whatever they wanted, however they wanted. It was clear from the jump street they were going to single out Chris Paul. They were going to single out CP3. And did they ever. They made him look pathetic. This man averaged less than 10 points in the series. That's what Chris Paul did. In game seven, he had 10 points, and seven of them came in the fourth quarter when the game was over. By halftime, you knew the game was over. I am shell-shocked. Yeah, I had the Suns winning and going to the finals. But I didn't know Chris Paul was going to wet the bed. I didn't know that Devin Booker couldn't beat a double team. And Devin Booker, no ever in your freaking life, in your life, compare yourself to Kobe Bean Bryant. No ever the media, the fans do that. Because Devin Booker looked pathetic. He looked like he was faking it. There needs to be an investigation on the Phoenix Suns. But before I get into the Phoenix Suns, I got to give credit where credit is due. Didn't think the Mavs was going to have a chance, but they showed me. They're the first team that I remember that lost game five, was the underdog in game six, won that, and then was the underdog in game seven and annihilated the team. They went into Phoenix, Arizona, and beat the brakes off of them. 
The only sons I knew was Luca being the dad and sunning the Phoenix Suns. It was a show of epic proportions. Now let's get into the Phoenix Suns. Phoenix Sun, Mohegan Sun, Caprice Sun. Y'all were terrible. Y'all were trash. First culprit, there needs to be an APB out on CP3. Actually, you ain't called CP3 no more. You all called Christopher Paul. You were pathetic in this series. Outside of game one and game two, you have been trash. Jason Kidd essentially said, Chris Paul, we're not going to allow you to rest on defense. We're going to single you out, and we're going to get Luca on you or Jalen Brunson on you or Spencer Dinwiddie on you, and they're going to go to work. It was clear like a mirror that you couldn't guard a damn thing. Maybe because it's the, you know, just one day in between. And that didn't matter because there was two days in between game six and game seven, and you still was trash. Once again, you are no longer called CP3. You are now called Christopher Paul. You were trash. The worst stretch I've ever seen, Chris Paul. That does not mean he won't be a Hall of Famer. That does not mean that he's one of the best players I've ever seen play basketball. But today, he may need to consider retirement. That's how bad it was. Culprit number two, Devin Booker. You were pathetic. You were horrible. You were trash. Yes, you was aggressive. And that's the only thing that you was. I felt like in the first quarter, you was very aggressive, trying to get to the basket, trying to get your shots up. But every time you got the ball, you got blitzed. A couple of summers ago, you was getting mad at guys, you know, double teaming you um, during the summer when there was no games. Well, we see now why you needed to work on that because you were pathetic. You were horrible. Look at these stats. He was 11 points, 3 for 14 from the field, 4 over 4 from three-point range. He was he was an abysmal. Had the worst plus minus out, out of all the starters. And that's how trash this man was. Devin Booker ain't no superstar. Devin Booker ain't that guy. He just not. He could be that guy later on, but he ain't that guy. If that was D-Wade, if that was Kobe Bryant, they put up a 40-piece and then let the chips fall where they may. It was, this was disgusting to watch. This was flat-out disgusting. Just, 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 just. Oh, I'm just so pissed. Culprit number three. Aiden. You were bad. You was really bad. You were so bad that you was arguing with your coach. Really? I know you didn't get the contract that you wanted. I know you didn't get paid. But this is not the way to go about it. You dominate. They can't be having Reggie Bullock, Powell, Luca on you on switches, and you don't take advantage of them. You can tell he was pathetic because he only played 17 minutes, had five points, and only five shots. Your motor does not run high enough. And I believe they're going to try to move you next season because Monty Williams said it's internal. When talked about the rap, when talking about the exchange that you and Monty Williams had on the sidelines, 
Well, that means you're going to be gone. So, and you got to hold this. And I know the Phoenix Suns are pissed because they could have had Luca with Booker. Maybe the best young guard tandem for years to come. And the last culprit for the Phoenix Suns is Monty Williams. Coach of the year, you look like the joke of the year. Your team was not prepared at all. You fought so hard to get those 64 wins that first seed so you can have a game seven at home and you're what the bet? You know you're the first team in NBA history outside of the Mavs in 07 to not make the conference finals after having 60 plus wins. That's how trash y'all are. That's how pathetic y'all was. That's how disgustingly disgraceful y'all was on that Sunday night. Good grief. Y'all need to make some changes. I'm sorry. There needs to be some changes because it seems like the league has caught up to the Phoenix Suns. I don't want to see no Cameron Payne, Shamit, none of them. Y'all need to get better with your starting lineup. Use Aiden as an asset. Get some plays in there and move on because Chris Paul and Devin Booker ain't it. They ain't going to get you to over the hump. The closest y'all was to a championship was game three in Milwaukee with a chance to go up 3-0. And y'all didn't close the deal. And Giannis said, I'm going to do what D-Wade and LeBron did, come back 2-0 on y'all and win the chip. This was the most disgraceful game seven I've ever seen from a team that was supposed, from a team that everyone thought had championship aspirations. But I should have known because Chris Paul, Chris Paul, Christopher Paul has the most losses in game sevens and the most blown leads after up 2-0. He just did it last year with Giannis. Phoenix Suns, y'all got a lot of work to do. Now, after that monstrosity that happened in the Western Conference, let's talk about the Eastern Conference. Bucks, Celtics, Game 7 in Beantown, and the Celtics took care of business. They beat the Bucks, got away from them in the fourth quarter. Giannis could not get past the Boston Celtics without Chris Middleton and the Boston Celtics head to the Eastern Conference Finals. Shout out to the Boston Celtics. They play like a team. They play together. Emani Doka got this team playing defense. Marcus Smart, Al Horford, Jason Tatum playing defense. But I got to say this before I get into the game. The MVP of the series is not Al Horford. It's not Jason Tatum. It's not Jalen Brown. It's not the defensive player of the year reigning Marcus Smart. It is Grant Williams, GW, and I ain't talking about George Washington. This man was sensational. Flat out sensational. He guarded Giannis to the best of his abilities. Then on offense. This man was raining threes like it was a monsoon outside. This man was sensational. Grant Williams had the most shots on the team Sunday night. Gave you 27 points, six 
rebounds. Didn't have to give you assists because all his shots were wide open. Corner threes. And he was knocking them down and making the Bucks pay for it. The Bucks essentially said, if you're going to beat us, Grant Williams is going to be the reason why. And he was sensational. He's my MVP. And the unsung hero is Al Horford. If he don't put a 30-piece masterpiece on the Bucks in Milwaukee, the Boston Celtics don't win this series. So Giannis, he was sensational. Gave you a 25, 20, and 9. He wasn't great from the field. Typically, he's around 50%, 55%. But he was 10 or 26. He was good at the free throw line here in 4 of 6. But more importantly, you're asking Drew Holiday to do too much. Brooke Lopez, for the love of me, was not punishing them down low so they can change their defense. And Grayson Allen, bro, you out of there. You gots to go. You gots to go. You were pathetic. You thinking this was the Bull series. The Boston Celtics are a different beast. They're a different animal. And you were pathetic. You gave them one point. You gave them one point. The Milwaukee Bucks, if they had Chris Middleton, I believe would have won this game. I thought they would still win this series even without Chris Middleton. But overall, you got to tip your hat to the Boston Celtics. They played phenomenal. They deserve to be in the Eastern Conference Finals. And as for the Milwaukee Bucks, retool. Hopefully y'all get better. At least y'all not as bad as the Suns. Good Lord. Talk about best to prove me wrong or else you gonna be walking out. I ain't got time to hear what they be talking about. Best to prove me wrong or else you gonna be walking out. Walking out, walking out, walking out. Now, we got to talking about what happened in the divisional round. Let's talk about what's going to happen in the conference finals. The first one, Miami Heat, Boston Celtics, one seed versus a two seed. Y'all know who I got. I've been saying it all season. There's only two teams that's coming out the East. I believe it's the Miami Heat or the Milwaukee Bucks. Obviously, the Milwaukee Bucks are out. I got the Miami Heat. There is something about them goons in Miami. There is something about them goons in Miami. This is why they went out and got a PJ Tucker. And the and the Milwaukee Bucks could have really used a PJ Tucker last Sunday night. I got the Heat in six. The Heat will win game one because the Celtics got tired legs. They've been traveling. I think the Heat will beat them. They're fresh. You got Jimmy Butler, who's a different beast in the playoffs. Same animal, different beast in the playoffs. You got Bam, who I feel like is going to dominate game one because I'm sorry, Al Horford can't touch him. Tice cannot touch him. And Robert Williams, we don't know about his health. In a game seven, he wasn't able to play. So you're telling me in 48 hours, he's going to be able to play? No, he will not. Tyler Hero, he going to look like a superhero in game one. You could just book it. Victor Oladipo is going to play great. Max Schuess has been a godsend for the Miami Heat because Kyle Lowry has been 
in and out of the lineup. I got the Heat giving, winning game one, and I got them winning this series. Now, that is nothing to take away from the Boston Celtics. They got two guys that can get you four games, and that is Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, because they make the right basketball plays. They will get Al Horford involved, Grant Williams involved. They will let Marcus Smart actually run the offense. So I'm not disrespecting them by letting the letting y'all know that I got the heat. I'm just saying them goons in Miami, that defense, this is going to be a de defensive battle. And I believe when it's all said and done, Jimmy Butler going into this series, to me, is the best player. And he will walk out of Boston Garden or in Miami if it goes seven with the Larry Bird trophy first year coming out and head to the NBA Finals the second time in three years. I got the heat in six. I feel real good about it. Y'all could be prisoners of the moment with, you know, them losing, with, with the Celtics beating uh, Giannis, who I still believe is the best player in the world, and then the series before beating Kevin Durant. But the Miami Heat is a different beast, man. Eric Spolscher, top three coach in the league, no questions about it. And we'll see what happens. But he in six. Now, as for tomorrow night, Mavs Warriors. I think what Luca and the Mavs have done this postseason with Jason Kidd leading the charge has just been phenomenal, has been sensational. Similarly to what Trey Young and the Atlanta Hawks did last season. And I know the Atlanta Hawks, I don't care what they say, they can be blue in the face. I know they they regretting not taking Luka over Trey Young and trading him to the Dallas Mavericks. I don't give a damn. I know the Atlanta Hawks are pissed at that. But with that being said, Mavericks Warriors, the best player on the floor is Luka Doncic. I don't care what nobody says. I don't give a damn. Luka is playing basketball better than anybody right now on the Golden State Warriors. That's a fact. This series, I'm a little shaky about. I feel more confident in Eastern Conference Finals than the Western Conference Finals. But I'm going to take the Golden State Warriors. I just believe Steph, Clay, Draymond is going to be enough against Luka Doncic. I just believe that. I just believe that. Luka played against the Utah Jazz. Man, they sorry. Played against the Phoenix Suns. The Phoenix Suns wet the bed like a six-year-old after seeing Ghost that night. And I think this time you're playing against a team that will punish you when you make a mistake. That will beat you with the barrages of threes. This ain't old Steph Curry. This is Steph Curry in his plum. Klay Thompson is getting his legs under him. 
You got Jordan Poole who can be up and down, but if he's right, good night. And Draymond Green, he will not allow Luka to do whatever he wants, however he wants, whenever he wants. And they got championship medal, won three in five years. That just doesn't go away. I think the Golden State Warriors will beat the Dallas Mavericks. I cannot see in any scenario the Dallas Mavericks going into Golden State and beating them on their home court in a game seven. Golden State knows how it feels to lose a game seven. They're not going to allow that to happen again. So with that being said, I don't even think it gets to a game seven. The Golden State Warriors will win this in six. That's my prediction. I feel like Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, Kavon Looney, who showed up and showed out with 25 rebounds against the Memphis Grizzlies. And shout out to the Memphis Grizzlies because they play their guts out. But the Dallas Mavericks will not be able to get away with what they did to the Phoenix Suns. They just won't be able to do that with the Golden State Warriors because the Golden State Warriors have three guys that can give you 20 any night. Klay Thompson, Steph Curry, and you also have Jordan Poole. And don't forget about the defense that either Jordan, that Draymond Green can present with Wiggins can present. You got guys that are now have the opportunity to go to the NBA Finals and Steve Kerr now is back. I believe that the Golden State Warriors are going to be better than the Dallas Mavericks, especially their guards. Essentially what I'm saying is you have Smith, Brunson, and Luka, and I don't think they're going to be better than Poole, Steph Curry, and Klay Thompson. And if you look at the rosters, outside of Luka, you will not pick one player over another from the, the Maverick side. I don't care. I would take Klay Thompson, even pull over Brunson. I like A. Wiggins, Looney. I like those guys over their bench with Kleber. I really think the Golden State Warriors stylistically match up great with the Mavericks. And I think they win. They win in six. You're not going to stop. Once again, thank you for listening to yet another episode of Prove Me Wrong. If you ever want to get on a show, if you ever have any comments, you can DM me or you can comment me at my Instagram, Prove Me Wrong underscore podcast, and I'll be waiting for your comments. For the DJ, 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 cause it's all in the game like EA, EA, EA. I got time to hear what they be talking about. Best to prove me wrong, or else you gon' be walking out. I ain't got time to hear what they be talking about. Best to prove me wrong, or else you gon' be walking out. Walking out, walking out.